Hello and welcome to the Conscious Entrepreneurs Podcast, a series of inspiring interviews with spiritual leaders and entrepreneurs who have successfully turned their passion into their own business and who are dedicated to living their best possible life while making this world a better place through their work, offerings, and authentic presence. I'm your host, Anna Frolic. I am an intuitive guide and mentor for purpose-driven business owners who are ready to break free from their self-imposed limitations so they can confidently step into their true calling, make more money working less, and embrace the life their soul is craving. I'm so excited you're here with us, and I can't wait to introduce you to today's guest. For more information about this and past episodes, please visit www.annafrolic.com. Hey everyone, this is Anna here with Christina today. Welcome to the very first episode of the Conscious Entrepreneurs Podcast. Christina is an intuitive photographer based in Southern California, working mostly with spiritually based women business owners, as well as women in general, and pregnant moms. As an intuitive, she has a unique gift to see the essence of your soul, which means the divine essence of who you really are. And in her photo sessions, her intention is to capture this vision with her camera to make her clients true beauty come out and shine so the women she works with can see their own radiance and embrace the goddess they really are. Christina and I met back in 2011, so quite a few years back, in the 100-Day Reality Challenge hosted by Lilu Masse. I might include the link in the show notes, so you can go and have a look if you're interested. We were both living in Switzerland at the time. That's where we both uh, were born and raised and then yeah connect for a little while and then went on to create our dream lives over here in North America. Christina is as I said in California and I'm here in Canada in BC. I'm so excited to be here with you today Christina. Thank you so much for joining me in this very first episode of my podcast. Well thank you so much for having me Anna. All right, so I have <laughs> quite the list of questions to go through here with you today. Um, I am doing this for the very first time, so I'm not really too sure how long all this is going to take, um, but let's just get started. So the first question I have for you is basically I just love to hear a little more about what you're doing in your business. Um, what types of services you offer, um, yeah, who your ideal client is, and so on. Okay. Well, um, well, as you already said, I'm an intuitive photographer, so I do intuitive photography, which um, is a term I came up with myself because, uh, first of all, I'm, I'm an intuitive, um, and I have a spiritual business as well. But after I got into photography, I really always felt like led by my intuition to um, do certain things or it's just more um, in life. Generally, I tend to do things very intuitively. Like if there's something broken, 
I like use my intuition to like fix stuff or if I have to figure out something new, I tend to use my intuition. It has really always helped me a great deal to figure out things or to do things just like, you know, so it comes easy to me. So I don't have to like think too much. It's just like more, it's just awesome for me to have that. But I apply it to like everything. And um, so when I started to do photography, I just um, had this like intuitive nudges to do certain things, to not really learn too much about it, you know, like a normal photographer, but just to go, you know, with my inspirations. And I used to be a, or I used to just take photos of nature because I also have a, I don't know, an eye for beauty, I would say, or I have a very high standard of beauty. But as an intuitive, I also, I read energy. So to me, it was always really important that all my Im images reflected like high vibrational energy. So I'm very picky what is allowed to be in my photos or not. So even when I do landscape photos, I normally didn't like to have any people in it. Um, or if there's like, you know, certain elements, I always wanted it to reflect something and to have a high standard. And then after a while, I have been working with women um, more on the spiritual journey and it was a lot about the divine feminine and the goddess and for me because i'm able to tap into people's soul into their energy and really see their like beauty um with my intuition what is really like within their being it's not only something people can't really see themselves that matter it's more that they're learning that but it's that's kind of what we're striving for here in life to really get to know who we really are and to embrace that but on this journey as i was helping a woman with that, I had this idea to do a photo session with her just to help her actually see her own beauty because she would always, you know, she would always comment on everybody being so amazing and so beautiful and all of that, but she couldn't see it for herself. So I wanted to show her that she was beautiful as well. So that's how I kind of got into intuitive uh, photography with uh, for portraits, actually. And... It was really it just opened up something, just that idea that I had. And it really was about helping her see her own beauty and to so that she can really like see who she really is. So it's about for me, it's about helping people to see more of what they can normally see by tapping into their soul and bringing out certain elements and things like that. And so I started to do. Um, photography also for entrepreneurs because in their businesses what they really need is they need photos that really reflect who they are and what their gifts are and like what their energy is I always see like on Facebook or on websites so many pictures that are posed or they just like they just they're just like especially headshots often they're so unnatural they're like taken inside with a flashlight people put on like something like a dress or a blouse or something that they would normally never wear and they put on way too much makeup and they do their hair all perfectly and all that stuff and it's just like it just looks really fake and like hollow almost and to most people it looks like a beautiful photo but if you tune in with your intuition and I think most people actually do that unknowingly they tap into photos they like read the energy even if they're not like conscious of that they can pick up on stuff. So a photo always transmits energy. And I've learned that first when I posted some um, photos of Hawaii and the angels would always tell me, oh, 
if you share those photos with other people, um, that brings that healing energy from Hawaii to other people. So the photo kind of trans captures the energy of it and it transmits it. And so later when I started to do intuitive portrait photography, um, I noticed how that's just, it's the same thing. Uh, the photo transmits energy into the world. Uh, so for if you're a spiritual entrepreneur and if you're really, if your business is about sharing your gifts and if you are basically the middle of your business, you're the essence of your business, it's really important that that essence actually gets conveyed to, um, you know, your website, to, and especially the photos are like the most important part because that's where people go and tap into your energy. So if people can't mm -hmm. get a read on you or sometimes when you have a very like a photo that really doesn't represent you people might get a wrong impression and i think that's what a lot of people use photography for to um give people wrong impressions of them and what i want is to for people to really get a read on who you are about your true essence and not necessarily what you think you are but what you actually really are mm -hmm. so i kind of tap into and I bring in elements in the photography that is, yeah, that, that's about, um, that's about your soul and, and about your potential, who you mm. actually really are, not your mind with all the limitations. And I can apply that to all my services. So I do uh, photography for entrepreneurs, which could be a little bit more extended of a photo shoot, basically. So I normally start it, you know, it can be a whole day type of thing. It just depends on the person, what they want, what they're um, they're able to, you know, have a whole day. But we would first go into, or before the whole day, we would actually connect so that I can do like a reading on them and really like a soul reading, tapping into what their energy is and really what what their soul wants to bring forward uh, through them. So I would kind of like tap into what kind of colors are. Um, really resonate with them what kind of like nature elements like water or um like the element of wood or the ele like certain colors or certain things like so we can actually choose where we want to do the photo shoot so all these elements that i'm gonna tap into about their soul they're gonna be reflected in like the location in their clothes that we i normally help them choose their clothes or at least get kind of get a vision for what type of like outfit or outfits would really bring out that energy for them. Um, also like what kind of jewelry, what kind of shoes, um, also about the makeup and like the hair, um, all of that kind of, I get an, I kind of get a vision of that or I kind of, yeah, it's like I tap into their energy and I, I get this vision or certain elements or certain visions and then we choose everything uh from there so to really like mm. it's a, almost like a i would say crafting something but we don't craft it from our minds it's more like intuitively that we mm. actually put this vision together so and then you know on the day we more like try to really tap into that into that into that energy really connect with that and also maybe do a meditation just kind of depends on where the, my client is at but really like to so that they can embody that energy as well so 
and then I normally help them getting dressed and doing their makeup and the hair too. Um, mm, yeah, I was just going to ask that. I know you're really, definitely really good at seeing beauty and, and I know you're really good at doing hair and makeup too. So I was going to ask if you actually do that as well before your photo shoots. Yeah, I'm not super yeah. professional, so I encourage my clients to like, you know, do their own makeup or like at least a foundation mm -hmm. what they normally do. But I help them then like to enhance it to like, you know, there are certain things when it comes to makeup that really helps with photography. Like I always encourage my clients to wear concealer just because certain like concealer itself, it helps to reflect light. And that's that's kind of what we want to do. We want to mm -hmm. help enhance your beauty we don't want to like cover you with makeup to create a beautiful image we just want to enhance it um but i'm mostly playing with lighting and lighting really depending on where the person stands in what kind of lighting it really brings out certain elements so and it really helps to reflect beauty so i normally don't like if they wear too much makeup but a little bit to help, you know, just like reflect the light beautifully to create like beautiful images. And I help them, you know, with the eyes so that really, I'm always really focused on the eyes, especially for headshots. That's really important to me because the eyes are kind of the, the window to the soul. So yeah, I love exactly. just kind of really focusing in on that and, you know, really bringing that out. So um, the makeup does make a difference as well, just to really bring out that beautiful vision and jewelry as well so depending on what kind of like material you use i also kind of look what what is in alignment with what do they resonate with you know if it's pearls or if it's gold or if it's uh maybe more like general jewelry the material is really important too or if they like to wear gemstones all of those are like vibrational elements that in the end kind of create the picture but that would be like the yeah, that's like what I normally do for an entrepreneur. If I just do a photo shoot for for a person, um, it would be kind of the same thing, but we wouldn't go as much in depth, basically. But with an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. you also want to kind of tune into what is their business about, what is their vision for the business. And so there's a lot more like tapping into and you know the whole soul reading would be a lot longer there's a lot more that we can do together and really for them to get mm -hmm. into that element of um you know shining their vision as well mm -hmm. so there goes a, goes a lot more preparation into it um than for a normal a person who just wants photos for themselves mm -hmm. but when I do photos for somebody it's always really important for me that it's that they can see their own beauty and that I can capture that kind of natural beauty that they're having. And so that they can, you know, that all the people can shine their light in that way. Mm, yeah, that's so beautiful. And yeah, I was just wondering, yeah, you, you say that you're doing soul readings and I, I know quite a bit about your work. I know that you also read the Akashic Records. Um, is that something you include in, in your photo packages as well or that you can include? Um, like if someone do, somebody's interested, um, do you like read their Akashic records before Absolutely. you have a session with them? Yes, I normally, that's normally what I do in a soul reading. So I connect with their mm -hmm. Akashic records because that's how I can tap in mostly into their like soul energy and like where they're the characteristics of their soul. Of course, I also kind of connect with their guides and angels to 
to help me. And before a photo session, I would always ask to be connected to their records and also to their angels and guides. So that they, during the photo session, that they can also guide me with certain elements as well. But yeah, for the reading, that's basically what I tap into mm. the Akashic records and their angels and guides mm. for any guidance as well and insight. Mm, yeah, that's amazing. Uh, one thing I really loved uh, what you mentioned earlier is that you're really um, like your intention really is to bring out somebody's true essence. And I feel that's so true for myself. Definitely. I have had like maybe one photo shoot, one official uh, professional photo shoot for my business so far. And I worked with someone who kind of works in a similar way. Like she's very intuitive and I did my own hair and makeup. Um, but that was so important to me um, to really still be visible as my authentic self, even though, you know, I dress up and, and <laughs> I don't necessarily look the way I usually look, you know, in, a, in an everyday situation. But at the same time, when I look at those pictures, I still feel like I'm really myself and it's yeah my essence is really visible and I totally agree with you um, you know when I'm in Facebook groups and when I'm online I connect with a lot of business owners and sometimes it's it's really easy to hide behind this image of perfection um, that we want to show to the world but at the same time actually even though I'm an intuitive person as well I, I often have a hard time really seeing the essence or the energy of someone when I see a totally professionally uh, made picture and only when I start actually talking to them in person and maybe I see them on video and in, in a more everyday situation um, then I can really start to see who they really are. So I, I totally love that and I, I can totally see that in your photography. So yeah, that's, that's really, really beautiful. And uh, yeah, I think we need more photographers like you, to be very honest. Thank you. <clears throat> well, another thing mm. that just came to mind as well, you were talking about hiding. I do think a lot mm -hmm. of people are hiding behind their photos. So often it's like, as I said, you know, they're very posed or kind of unnatural. But the other thing that I also notice a lot of people hide behind pictures that don't have enough lighting in it. And they don't, they don't do it um, on purpose, but people would choose a photograph of them, like, a very, like an unprofessional photograph. Somebody snapped it with an iPhone and they kind of like how they looked, but the light, it's really, it doesn't bring forward a lot of light. It's really a really dark picture of them and you can like, you know, barely see them. So I think that's another way how people really hide and are invisible as well when with their photos so there are many different ways um how people kind of like hide behind it but it's really interesting to me most people who don't really have an eye for that or who are not professional photographers they might not really notice the difference but uh if i tap into it like just energetically and visually to me it makes a huge difference um how a photograph is taken and also what kind of elements mm. are in the photograph. Often people don't realize that where they're standing and what they're surrounding is, that goes into a photograph as well. And like, I always, I read the whole thing. Mm. So to me, it's always important when I do pictures of uh, people that, that all the elements that are in the photo 
that they are in alignment and that there is no like element in there that's kind of like disturbing or that conveys a different type of energy that mm -hmm. you know so but it's you have to kind of have pay attention to those things or know to pay attention mm -hmm. to even know that to even know that but it's just interesting to me to when i compare different uh, people's like mm. photographs online yeah yeah i totally love that and as far as i know you shoot all of your photos out of nature right absolutely i only mm. use natural light i don't even really know how to use a flash but that's kind of on purpose as well because to me light everything has a vibration so the natural light has the highest vibration and it's also a reason why I don't really like mm. those typical headshots that are made in a studio is because like the lighting is not even like it's not even real. It's it's artificial and you can kind of energetically make even if even if it visually wouldn't make a difference, vibrationally it does. Yeah. So even if I would be taking a photograph inside, I would only like use natural light coming inside the window. But I love to be out in nature because nature really has that high vibration that um, enhances the person, how they feel in that moment. But it also enhances like the photograph and the whole energy of it. Mm, yeah, I totally love that. And when I had my photo shoot uh, a couple years ago, like that was really important to me as well. I just wanted to be yeah wanted to be out of nature because it's such an important part of who i am anyway mm -hmm. um like i go out of nature every single day and i just really feel connected to myself and and the planet and <laughs> everything uh when i'm out of nature and i i just feel nature has such a beautiful vibration that's when we really yeah reconnect with with our true source and with who we really are um i often find that when i you know maybe i'm a little stressed in my business or there's a lot going on and maybe i'm in my head a little bit too much and worrying about things as soon as i get out of nature i just everything just leaves and <laughs> i feel like myself again and i can really feel um yeah i can feel myself and, and my true desires and everything so yeah i totally see how in a photo shoot that would be very helpful i think it's probably the same for pretty much everybody because mm -hmm. we just uh do connect with ourselves more easily when we're not distracted by well facebook or, <laughs> yeah, or just think. an artificial um environment mm -hmm. and i think mm -hmm. when we're inside especially if you're inside mm -hmm. our own home we place so many elements of us around us which after a while they might not really reflect us anymore but they're still there so when we go out in nature it's almost like it's a energetically a more blank canvas so when we go in nature and i take a photograph i'm actually capturing the person not, not capturing I mean, obviously I'm capturing the nature as well, but I choose that as an element that's in alignment with them, but I'm not capturing images or like everything else that they surround themselves with normally. So it's really them. Mm. Yeah, that, that's amazing. Um, one thing I know about you is that you have a pretty strong connection to the elemental realms as well. That's mm -hmm. somehow, yeah, in a way how we connected initially. Um, yes. I still remember yeah, we actually joined the 100 Day Reality Challenge on the very same day. And there are several people who read our profiles and noticed that we were both interested in connecting with the other realms. And 
and I think maybe we had already connected, but there are actually several people who just uh, messaged us. You guys should connect. <laughs> and, I remember, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was a pretty big part of our journey at the very beginning. We exchanged a lot of our experiences in this realm, and I think you were a bit more advanced at the time. You already had your certification from Doreen Virtue. I was still going to get mine. Um, but yeah, that was so much fun, and that's something I always really loved about connecting with you. Um, yeah, just really being able to share that connection with, I guess, yeah, we could call it the other realms, but in a way it's also part of our our soul essence and journey. Mm-hmm. So I, I'd love to hear a little more about like how you combine this gift, if you do that at all, um, I'm sure you do, with your photography and like, do you bring in the elementals and like to enhance your photography or like how exactly does that, that work? Well, one of the, like when I do, when I tap Mm. into my clients, Akashic records and kind of like Mm. tap into their soul, like elemental realms that they're associated with definitely come out as well. So uh, one of my clients, she had a strong connection, like a strong mermaid connection. And so obviously we chose the ocean for her photo shoot and also like the colors for her dress. And we did a couple different um, things for her. Like one of them, one part was more because she wanted to also bring out the businesswoman a little bit more. So she chose like a beautiful dress and we did the photo shoot at the ocean, but then later he changed into something more flowy that really had that like mermaid elemental energy. And when I looked back on all the photos, it's really interesting also how her hair, her, just her facial expression, some of them um, were more goddess-like or more like, you know, a little bit more business oriented, but still like more goddess-like because she infuses that energy. But then other photos, really really brought out that like elemental energy it's just like in her facial expression so it just depends on the client that i'm working with who kind of like comes along or who what kind of like energies are gonna be uh present basically but we could definitely feel like the mermaid energy obviously while we were you know playing in the ocean or next to the ocean and it really like does come in like the elemental energy or um it just kind of depends on who what comes up what kind of um beings it doesn't need to be elemental beings some clients might more resonate with like um the stars or star beings for example or angels and not really have a resonance but i do tend to attract people who have a strong like elemental energy as well so in um (laughs) If I remember, in pretty much all photo shoots that I had, like the elementals were present, mm. definitely. You know, some uh, some a little bit more fairies, other ones uh, a little bit more um, mermaids, for example. But mm. they were definitely all there. <laughs> yeah, I can totally relate to that. I think you have a lot of elemental energy yourself. I can definitely mm-hmm. see the fairy and the mermaid in you, and. Uh, kind of similar for myself I definitely attract a lot of clients who have a lot of elemental energy because I Mm -hmm. yeah it's a pretty big part of my own soul essence um yeah another question I wanted to ask you is 
like if there's somebody listening right now who is interested in connecting more with the elementals or with the other realms in general, uh, what tips do you have for them to get started? Um, what are some really good ways to get started on this journey and to connect with the other realms more easily? Well, I would say that kind of depends on the realm, but if we would say for elemental realms, it's definitely the best way to do that is to kind of go outside. Like if you want to connect with fairies, it's definitely the easiest way I think is to go somewhere in nature where it has a lot of flowers or grass. Um, I know this depending on the landscape. Um, it might make it easier or less easy to connect with the fairies. I remember in Switzerland, it was really easy for me to connect with the fairies. Here in California, a little bit less. Here it's a mm -hmm. lot more dry though. The fairies have so much more li living room basically, like in places uh, like Switzerland. But still, like if I would go, I would go, like in the forest is always a really easy way to connect with fairies where mm -hmm. there are lots of trees and flowers. Um, and just to kind of like go for a walk and just kind of say hello, maybe introduce yourself. Um, Hi fairies, my name is Christina. Just here, you know, in case you like to talk to me or something. Um, I know as fairies there, if you are, like your energy is um, pure enough for them. It's just fairies are very, they're more, how would I say, um, they look at your energy and they look if they, you know, if you resonate with them or not, if you want to say it like that. They're a little bit more judgmental than other, um, <laughs> than like, for example, angels. But you know, if, you know, if you're interested in connecting with fairies, normally that's because you have an affinity for that anyway. So normally it should be pretty easy. But if you go to, into nature or into a park somewhere where there's trees and flowers, just introduce yourself and kind of, you know, even if you don't really get any feedback back, just keep talking, you know, you can do it out loud or in your head. Um, but that's the easiest way to kind of connect with fairies. And they're pretty loud. To me, they were always pretty loud. It's, you can also, also connect with like a tree spirit. So that, that's always um, been pretty easy for me to do. Or when I went into nature, I think after I had like, I opened up to kind of that realm. It's where I went there and they would just say hi to me. So sometimes you don't even have to go introduce yourself. They just kind of come to you. It, you know, it kind of depends. Um, but that's like an easy way to connect. Um, there are other elemental beings like unicorns who are a little bit more shy, who it's a little bit less easy to um, like c connect with. It's more, I think when it comes to unicorns, you more have to wait for them to come to you. But um, with fairies, it's really easy to connect and they, they have a very strong energy and dolphins are a little bit more elusive too, like they're, they don't always just like come when you call them, but if you go to the ocean somewhere where you know there are dolphins, but in general, the ocean just kind of, it's so vast, you can mm -hmm. always create a connection, but I think for dolphins, when I connect with dolphins, it's more about me kind of like sending love to them. Or like, you know, just kind of tapping into like, but yeah, it's more like ascending love type of thing and not so much about getting something back or receiving something. 
dolphins are just very playful and they do their own thing mm -hmm. and but if they want to they can connect there sometimes something does come back but it definitely i notice a lot less often than like with fairies so if you want to get started in the elemental realms definitely like mm -hmm. go hang out with the fairies and <laughs> that's the easiest thing you can also like when you go on a walk in nature can bring a little bit of chocolate and leave it on the side fairies really really like oh, that yeah. even if it sounds a little you know crazy or something but it really 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 works i remember after i established quite a bit of a connection with the fairies they would like come to me and beg me to bring them chocolate and stuff. So. <laughs> oh yeah, that makes so much sense. I, I actually have a pretty strong fairy essence and I love, love, love chocolate. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yesterday I had a bit of a chaotic day and I was a bit stressed out, so I just, I wanted to get some chocolate. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it kind of helped me in a funny way. I felt like it helped me connect, reconnect with myself or my, my own mm -hmm. essence. Um, mm -hmm. It's not something I'd recommend doing every single day, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's interesting what you mentioned about um, like there not being too many elementals or fairies around in California or Southern California. I'd never even thought about it that way, but um, where I live, I live on the West coast of BC. Like there is just, so much elemental energy here. We mm -hmm. have all the forests and really old trees and also the ocean, like there's a lot of mermaid and, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, the energy of the sea creatures, I can really feel that. And it's one thing I really love about this area in particular. And uh, yeah, the energy and the presence of the elementals is just so strong yeah um, also the elves actually i can feel around here as as well um mm -hmm. and they're, yeah they're a bit of a different energy like they're more connected to the stars as well and they're traveling between the dimensions and different geographic locations even i saw a connection from here to hawaii even it was pretty fascinating yeah. um and I love what you said about the dolphins, too. There are actually, yeah, quite a few whales around here and seals and dolphins as well. And um, I'd never seen dolphins around here, though, until about a year ago. And I had that on my vision board. I just wanted to see dolphins, and I, I kind of asked for it. And, oh, yeah, I had seen dolphins once before from the ferry. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, but then I was going for a walk with my mom along the ocean up in Powell River and all of a sudden I see and there were lots of uh, sea lions at the time they made mm -hmm. around this time of the year actually and, and then all of a sudden I see something else it's like oh those look like dolphins and there's like a small pot of dolphins like five or so and that was just such a beautiful experience. I, it is. I do feel like they kind of responded to my call and I can really feel that in my heart actually that's yeah I think very very accurate what you said um, they do have this strong love energy like very pure um, yeah one question I had for you as well or that's just kind of coming up now as well is how how did you get started on this journey how did you first start connecting with the other realms and how did you discover that connection and um, how did you discover your own 
elemental essence? Well, I think for me, it started more with um, angels at first. So when I was about 19, I, I, I read a book about angels, and that's kind of when my intuitive gift started to open up. I think I always had them, but I just didn't really know about them that much. But when I was reading this book, it was a book about, uh, it, it just described all kinds of different archangels as well as ascended masters. And I would just see colors and um, really feel like the presence. And that kind of got me started on it. And then I started to work with some Oracle cards and I first got some, I think it was the healing with the angels Oracle cards by Dorian Virtue. It was just like really beautiful. It was like, it was, um, I think in, I don't know, in early 2000s, 2004 or something like that. And back then there weren't that many Oracle cards that there are now. There were in Switzerland, there were only like a couple available. And I just like really love them. And then I got the second deck, which was the Healing with the Fairies Oracle card. And I just remember I really loved the energy of it, but I didn't really connect with them that much yet. So at that point for myself, I always saw me more as a, like a star being, like somebody who came here on earth and I'm like, okay, I don't really know what I'm doing here. And interestingly, as time came by, I was, time went by, I was reading Doreen Virtue's uh, realm at, I don't remember what it's called, the one about the different realms. And I really didn't really see myself as a fairy or anything elemental. I was really connected or really felt drawn to the star beings a lot. But as my intuition opened up more and more and more, it's almost like more of my like past lives and different like elements of myself, the different realms, they started to come back to me more and more and more. So in 2010, that's when the connection to the fairies really like, I don't know, exploded. I don't know. It just really opened up really intensely, especially that's when I went to the angel therapy practitioner course and that's everybody would like see that within me. And I, the way I was just dressed back then and my haircut, I had like, like shortish hair and all of that is really like my features really brought that out as well. So it was, I started to have this really, really strong connection with them. And then, um, I, yeah, especially after the course, since that really helped me to open up my intuition more and more and more to get a more clear connection. Generally, uh, I could hear them. I, I was living with a friend at the time right next to a forest in Switzerland. So I would go there on walks, but then the fairies would, constantly communicate with me they always want me to bring chocolates they even got me to pick up trash which i normally wouldn't ever do but you know it's their environment they need other people to take care of that so but it was interesting how that really became really 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 strong at that point and it kept that connection kept being very strong for like about half a year or so then i went to hawaii and there Fairies are a little bit different in Hawaii, but they also have other elementals there. So I also felt a strong connection. Mm -hmm. But by the time I came to California, I kind of faint, like got a little bit more faint, especially since the fairies here are not as prominent, not as um, available. I mean, my parents, where I had stayed uh, before I came here, they lived next to a 
huge cow meadow, like literally right behind their their house. So there isn't like it's not as urban there as it is here. And so it was really easy to connect with the fairies. It's really easy for the fairies to come. My mom had a beautiful garden with lots of flowers and so I was like having a constant communication with them as well. But yeah, since I came to California, it's a little bit more difficult to connect with them, but I can still connect with them in spirit. Um, but yeah, it's definitely, I noticed the difference of like, you know, the ge geographical location. Mm. Yeah, that, make, that makes total sense. And I actually really love gardening. We just recently moved to a new home and we have a huge area here uh, that we can use for gardening in the spring and summer. I'm really looking forward to that. And <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking when you mentioned flowers, I should plant some flowers for the fairies. <laughs> yes, I've just planted mm. some uh, plumeria trees, or I mean mm. small ones, so they're, they're not going to mm. be trees, but we only have a patio here where we live, so I'm going to mm. have some um, plumeria flowers with some plumeria fairies around mm. in the summer. Oh, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, you actually recently moved to your your first own home yes exactly. so that's that's really beautiful so you're free to do whatever you want in your yard I guess yeah mm. we don't really we don't have a yard as I said only mm. a patio but I definitely want to grow some I have the three plumerias now mm. and I definitely want to grow a little bit of an herb garden or something mm. but yeah having planted flowers really helps to you know bring in the fairies and bring them near you Mm, yeah, I love that. All right, we're almost getting to the end of this interview, but before we close, uh, I just wanted to ask you if there's anything else you would like to share with our audience, and then also how, uh, if somebody is interested in working with you, having a photo shoot with you, or um, like a soul reading, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Where can they find you? Um, hmm, what's the last thing I would like to share? Made some notes earlier and I remember writing some things down. And I think that the one thing that I wrote down was, is, and that's the one thing that I would like people to like, you know, become more aware of is that everything is vibration. Um, as an intuitive, I always read vibrations and Whenever, especially if you're a like soulful entrepreneur, it's really important that whatever you put out there into the world that it's vibrationally aligned with you and not vibrationally aligned with something else or other people, but with you. And mm. it's really important for it to reflect who you are because through that vibration, your own gifts are coming through into the world, and everybody does have those beautiful gifts. I notice how a lot of people they look at other people's photos or other people's websites and they always think, oh, you know, everybody else is better or they're doing it better. Um, but actually mm -hmm. when it comes to, when you, when you look, if you would just copy somebody else's stuff, uh, like the website design or like even the kind of like what kind of photos they have and, and you would, I would like tune into the vibration. I would notice that because somebody who really embodies who they are, they embody like a beautiful like full spectrum of vibration like it, it's really like it's like buzzing it's it's just like it, it's beautiful 
but if you're copying it's more hollow like there is not mm. that much behind it and I think people notice that mm. and it's I know we have our ego and we often feel like you know um that we're less than other people or less good or our ideas are less good but in the end when you vibrationally tune in only through you your gifts can come through and that like if you're not embodying you you're not really embodying anything Mm, yeah that is that is so true and that's actually something I've really been working on in the last six months or so I reached a point in my business where I felt like I just didn't have inspiration anymore and I I started asking myself, you know, who am I really and and uh, what really wants to come through. Um, I think it's it's kind of a sometimes a difficult thing for us empaths as well because mm-hmm. we feel everything and everybody so intensely. So we tend to do that even without really being aware of it. And like Perfect. I've realized for myself, like I, I can be such a chameleon, and, mm-hmm. and you know, depending on which mentor I'm working with or who I hang out with, I feel like I'm a totally different person. Mm-hmm. So I've really been been working on that and and working on getting back to my own essence. And just yeah, I'm going to be launching my new website soon. Uh, by the time this podcast is live, it will be ready. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that feels so yeah what you just said feels so true and it feels so liberating actually um like for a while I was constantly looking to others or comparing myself or you know getting really inspired by what I was seeing other people doing and I mean they're probably embodying some aspect of myself or reflecting something that I have within myself as well but it's so easy to get off track Mm -hmm. (laughs) when we look to others for guidance too much or if there's like a sense of yeah, like a lack of self-worth or we think we're not good enough. And, um, but what I'm really realizing is that, you know, the gifts that really want to come through that make me unique are really the, the strongest gifts that allow me to serve others in the best possible way. And it can be really scary. Oh yeah. (laughs) This is literally in the last couple of weeks, like I've panicked so many times <laughs> and like cried buckets. And, but now, you know, after releasing some of that resistance, it actually feels really good and it feels so much more natural and so much more aligned and authentic. And, mm-hmm. and I'm really starting to see how, you know, that's the best thing I can do for myself and the world to yeah. just be myself. So yeah, I really, really love what you just shared. It is, but I think mm. it's a lot of people are also, or that that's why a lot of people are mm. afraid to like have their photos taken and things like that, mm. because or like that's why they go into like the more like you know post fake photos because it's scary to kind of express your own authentic self. It's scary to really go out there and shine your light or have somebody really capture your essence. Like it can be scary. And we tend to be so critical about ourselves, like what we like. But at, at the same time, if you're not sharing who you really are in, you know, within your services, within whatever you put out there, um, you're not, you don't really get to shine your light and you're actually here to shine your own light. So, mm. um, yeah, it can be scary, but in the end, I think it's always worth it because it helps you to also appreciate yourself more and learn more about who Mm. you are when you're um really putting yourself out there authentically Mm. 
Yeah, and it just makes everything so much easier too. I just feel that inspiration flows so naturally mm-hmm. in business and content creation and everything. Like now I feel like it, everything feels so, like I feel so well grounded and, and I can really see the big picture of everything. And uh, yeah, just so much more ease in so many ways. Um, yeah, so we are getting to the end of this interview, but before we, yeah, before we <laughs> close the call, um, I yeah, I wanted to ask once more, uh, how can people find you? Where can they get in touch with you if somebody wants a session with you, like a photo shoot or a soul reading? Um, what's your website and what other ways, like if you have any other ways to get in touch with you? Um, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Well, my website, my website is uh, christinasanderphotography.com. So Sanders without an S at the end, because there's also Christina Sanders photography. And a lot of people, um, you know, they don't fight me because of that. Um, but so you find uh, some information on that. It's not too much, but because I like to kind of talk with a person and really like get to know them first. Also, if somebody's interested, the best way is to just contact me on, on the contact page. There is a phone number and an email address. So just reach out to me. And I normally just first, you know, talk with somebody on the phone um, to just like really help, you know, help, help understand what do they desire, what do they want. But also so I can tell them a little bit more specifically. Um, you know how everything what we would do what the different options are and that's more like a discovery call so there is no obligation Mm -hmm. so you don't have to like already know that you want to do a photo shoot you can also contact me just if you're interested just to learn about more um, what I do and if that really 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 resonates with you and other ways uh, to contact me or to connect with me is also through Facebook Um, my Photography Facebook page is also at Christina Sanders Photography, and the same goes for Instagram as well. So I just uploaded mm-hmm. a few photos from my portfolio to my uh, Facebook page, so you can also check that out mm-hmm. over there as well. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much for being here with us today, Christina. It was such a pleasure to have you. And thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening or watching i'm not yet entirely sure um these interviews might also be available on my youtube channel i'm actually yeah recording video right now as well but i'll see so thank you everybody and i look forward to being back soon with my next interview thank you for listening to the conscious entrepreneurs podcast if you enjoyed this episode Don't forget to subscribe and leave a rating on iTunes. For more information about this and past episodes, and if you're interested in working with me privately, please visit www.annafrolic.com.